You have been a burden to the people of Shengfan, and to a fellow mystic. You have conspired and antagonized. You believed that by such means you would advance. That was true, and so was one other fact. I am no guiltier than Han Tuan. No, the elder conceded, and he is no guiltier than you. And death has taken him, Ma Shou decided, though in truth he didn't actually know. Of course, he may have meant something other than physical death. His thoughts were presently too elusive to coordinate with the words that formed on his lips. Che Wen Tai said, Death has placed a claim upon both of you. Ma Shou felt strangely indignant before this particular authority. He could not say precisely why. His response was nothing less than impertinent. Do you believe that his spirit suffers in the infernal regions? Che Wen Tai raised his face with disapproval. Disapproval over the words, the fact that they had been spoken, and maybe the possibility that they may not have been spoken entirely by Ma Shou. You must worry about your own spirit, the master told him, which suffers here, on the mortal plane. Ma Shou bowed, staying low for an extended period. It was not his desire to be disrespectful or ungrateful. How can I escape them? He asked softly, as if the words were in danger of being overheard. You have consorted with the damned, Che Wen Tai said. I did not want to. Ma Shou nearly hissed the words. Afterward, he raised his face to the elder, whose gaze had not left him. The astromancer said gravely, You may not ever escape. Slowly, Ma Shou stood up straight. In that moment, he felt abandoned and resentful. The feeling began to escalate rapidly to notions of hatred that he knew were not his own. He had never consciously subscribed to hatred, just as he had never fully subscribed to love, beyond his concern for himself. It was a dramatic assessment, but true nonetheless. His aspirations had been to accomplish great feats and station. His life before had been one of modest comforts, of the laziness of a family too settled in the accomplishments of its early days. The Ma family was as valuable and glorious as a rusted blade, only as interesting as the stories anyone might remember, but that were largely embellished to fill the spaces left by faded memory. Ma Shou had set out to polish and revitalize his name, and to otherwise abandon it altogether in order to make a new one, one that would begin with glory worth preserving. Instead, he had potentially entombed himself in curse and shame. Che Wen Tai had nothing to do with that, of course but the ghost curling over Ma Shou's shoulder whispered murder into his ears. You must see her, Ma Shou insisted. Why can you not remove her? She is not attached to you alone, Ma Shou, Che Wen Tai informed. She has been rooted in many places, but her growth is stunted, her reach limited. A part of her has joined with Lei Kui, and Lei Kui has been embraced by Zhai Liao. They have become a knotted mass of ill-grown limbs, embodying corruption, disease, and blight. They will bring ruin to the land, and to the people of Shengfan. They herald the coming of chaos, and it will take more than my abilities to turn them back. Then I'm damned, Ma Shou thought. But Che Wen Tai came to another conclusion. You must meditate. <laughs>